you're back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you once again for tuning in. I am your host, Brian Saf. You should know that if you're here, this is the Talk and Play Blurcast. You should also know that if you are here, um, in case this is your first time listening, I appreciate you for um, pressing the play button, bro. That's that's a big deal. I, I fuck with you. I appreciate it. Follow me on the gram, maybe even Twitter, TikTok if you're bored. At b r i a n s a p p h. That's Brian Saf. Don't have socials for this podcast because I don't know. I just I don't care to. Either way, um. This another uh you know good old episode uh we got the whole shebang going off talking my headlines a few things there um the game chat definitely talking about some exciting things happening in the gaming space um the playlist because you know music been musicing since the last episode and then the watch list because you know I'll be watching TV and stuff and. I've been watching TV, so I actually have some stuff to talk about in the watch list. Either way, full episode, like I said, um, I don't really, I don't really have any announcements. Um, oh, the next episode, I do. I guess I can say this: the next episode, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the next episode is going to be a recap of the Lovers and Friends Music Festival taking place in las vegas on may 5th uh, i think it's the fifth whatever the first saturday in may is that's that's how i'm remembering it uh what day is that let me just look real quick i have devices the six so the following episode after that i mean we're gonna be talking about it because not only is it going to be my first time in Vegas, it's going to be my first time going to the Lovers and Friends Festival, which I don't think they've been doing it that long. Maybe, what, two? I think this might be the second or third year. Either way, I'm excited. This Usher's Music Festival, the last episode we did, um, Dreamville, you know, we talked about that. That's J. Cole shit. This one is Usher. And let me tell you, the lineup is fire. <laughs> if you haven't seen the lineup for this Lovers and Friends Festival happening in Vegas on May, 5th, I just looked it up. May six. Uh, the I mean, you just avoiding it because you don't want to have like four more or something. I don't know because the lineup is fire, and I can't wait. I just seen Usher at the Dreamville Festival. Like I said, we talked about him in the last episode. This nigga is a hell of a performer. Can't wait to see what he do for his own festival. And then all of the other artists that he got on this lineup. This shit going to be crazy. I'm super excited. So, if, you know, at the very least, you know, come back. <laughs> come back for the next episode so you can hear me, like, fan out about that. I told y'all I'm on tour. I'm trying to do something I deem as lit or excited <laughs> once a month. Um, and then I'll talk to y'all about it. Where we are now, what it was, January... Ari Lennox went to the Ari Lennox concert. Uh, February, I did the Lovers and Fr- not Lovers and Fr- I did the uh, Doo Wop R and B tour thing. You know, Tank's R and B tour situation that he got going on, which is not like a tour. It is a tour, but it's a party that they like touring around. Either way, that was lit. Um, 
thing I took March off. March was like stack your money up because I was spending. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was spending. So that March I had to like relax. But April, J. Cole and Dreamville Festival, headliners, J. Cole and Drake, Saturday night or Sunday night. Saturday night was Usher. And then, you know, in May, Lovers and Friends. Either way, that's beside the point. The intro getting a little bit too long. Just come back for the next episode because it's going to be lit. So I'm going to play some music real quick and then we're going to go ahead and jump into this week's episode or this particular episode because I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm kind of like transitioning to a bi-weekly thing. I don't know if I'm going to stick with that, but that's the way my schedule has been working out and that's the way I've been feeling like recording. So because, you know, I do this shit by myself, record, edit, uh, promote. I don't even really promote, which is again why i'm so grateful that y'all be tuning in because like i don't do what i need to to grow this which is crazy because i put so much time and effort into making sure it's fire and i ain't even like that's a different subject either way <laughs> uh, let's just go ahead and jump into this episode and play some music real quick and then the headlines the queen all them internet games turn boys to memes keep sleeping on the team we gonna pause your dreams they want action tell my niggas cause the scene fully active i keep my shooters in the gym nigga practice these bitches know it could get sticky like a cactus i'm the one that they trail like tractors and still can't catch a break like fractures headlines so you know we start this shit off usually with interesting read we're gonna do that um i have an article here that i was like scrolling through y'all know i fuck with the apple news app it's like <laughs> it's crazy how much time i spend on that because it's not a social media platform it's literally just like an aggregator or i guess a congregator hmm what's the, the proper term because <laughs> both of those kind of mean they kind of like synonyms and homonyms what's what's the other one antony at the same time hmm either way <laughs> uh, i'll be on the apple news app y'all know i fuck with the apple news app um so this particular article is from usa today yes i'll be reading from like the big boy <laughs> from the big boy um news outlets but it is about something that i'm really really interested in which is the business of music this particular article is titled the world's richest rapper has a net worth of 2.5 billion. Here's who takes the crown. Do you guys know who this is? You should. I mean, this nigga been rich for like a long time at this point. But uh, shout out to Claire Mulroy from USA Today. She's the author or the author of this um particular article uh but it's about jay-z pretty much <laughs> um he is the richest rapper mm, according to this article like i said claire Mulroy for usa today jay-z is the richest rapper in the world according to forbes real-time billionaires list as of april 2023 jay-z's net worth is estimated at 2.5 billion the Brooklyn-born artist, whose real name is Sean Carter, became hip-hop's first billionaire in 2019. So he became the hip-hop's first billionaire in 2019. That was four years ago. And then he'd been rich as fuck, like, since way back. 
So this nigga been been rich. Uh, his wealth comes from his music, his entertainment company, Rock Nation, a collection of John Michael Basquiat. Oh wait, is it Jean Michael? I think it's Jean Michael Basquiat. You know Basquiat. Um, art pieces. His venture capital firm, Marcy Venture Partners, which that's probably where a large portion of his um, like business deals come from, because venture of them venture firms, they literally just scour the globe looking for the next best thing to invest in so that they could like update money. Like I dream of, of having like a venture firm like a team of people <laughs> that literally bring me lucrative deals and I could just throw my money at and then the money will come back like tenfold in the next couple months. Like that's dope. Um, but then he also has a partnership with Armand de Bragnac, which is the uh, champagne company that owns half of Duce with him or a percentage of Duce. I don't know if it's on well partnership. That should be half. either way. My dog got money um, and it's to the tune of two point five billion, according to Forbes. Now, they dropped the top five list in here as well, which is also another reason why I was interested in this article. Um, the numbers from October 2022. So like a few months ago, either way, Jay-Z was still there um, at number one with one point five billion, which I'm interested to know, like how he jumped from 1.5 to 2.5 in like half a year because October to now mm -hmm. this man making money I fuck with it um Diddy as of October 22nd um not October 22nd October 2022 is a billionaire um yay 500 million we know why he lost his billionaire status <laughs> Um, Burner, who he's a rapper, but I never, I don't recall any of his music. I don't know if I've ever heard any of his music before, but, um, for all of my, uh, 420 lovers out there, Burner is the gentleman or the rapper who founded Cookies, which is the very, very popular weed brand. Yeah. Like very popular. I have a book bag from them. That's like the best book bag I've ever had in my life. Um, a grinder from uh, cookies. Um, what else? I feel like I got one more piece of like cookies merch that's like everyday use <laughs> because of how popular the brand is. I'm not sure, but it's really popular. Um, if you smoke, then you already know about cookies. So, fun fact if you are a smoker like me and did not know that a rapper, a black rapper at that, founded this uh cookies brand that's very very popular the gentleman is from the bay area um so shout out to the west coast well obviously right because they kind of <laughs> the west coast <laughs> they kind of like forced the rest of the country to like get high and we was like we down shit we see how, how much fun y'all having either way um and then dr dre is at 400 million as of October 2022, don't know what other business ventures these gentlemen have entered in. Obviously, we know Jay-Z did something because he jumped from 1.5 to 2.5. But, you know, everybody else 
we don't necessarily, I don't necessarily know where they are on the list like real time because this article focused mostly on Jay-Z being the one with the 2.5 billion net worth. So I don't know. It's a dope article. Um, I mean, you don't really got to read it because I kind of <laughs> I kind of told you most of what was going on here. I mean, they did break down a little bit of Kanye and his um, 500 or yeah, 500 million dollar net worth at this point. So if you care for that, then you can read up on that a little bit because it's in this article as well. Um, I don't know, which is a cool article. I fuck with stuff like this. So I spotlighted it. And then another interesting read that I had, um, this one comes from hip hop DX. Ruth Hawkins is the author author. I keep saying like I'm watching cartoons and this article is titled Tyler, the creator's new album has just achieved something that's never been done before. And if I'm not mistaken, oh yes, his album, Call Me If You Get Lost, became the first album in history to reach number one on the top R&B hip-hop album charts in three different calendar years. So, the album came out in 2021. It hit number one on uh, Billboard's R&B and hip-hop albums chart. And then 2022, something happened. I think it was either a performance he did or he pushed one of the new songs or one of the songs from the album as like a new single. Something happened where this album, like, or was it the Grammy win? Something happened major where it made his album sales peak again. He hit number one on that chart again. And then 2023, comes from the estate sale which we'll talk about later in the playlist where he basically put out a deluxe for the project and did something crazy like 70,000 in the first week of this deluxe being out which again it's a deluxe for an album so it just shot the regular album back up to the top it was dope either way I fought with Tyler the creator y'all should know that about me at this point in time and um congratulations because that's a really really dope and a big feat um, they got some other interesting things in here. Um, but for the sake of time, I'm going to just let y'all read that if y'all interested. Again, Hip Hop DX is the source. Tyler, the creator's new album, has just achieved something that's never been done before. That's the title. And it pretty much breaks down like everything I just kind of like told y'all briefly, but like better because it's like <laughs> actual uh information and things outside of that <clears throat> the headlines are as followed this one was just like i was excited for this i'm st i still am but it's like <laughs> nintendo live is coming to usa why this is dope because we know e3 is like it's done like something's going on where nobody wants to go to E3 or none of the people that need to be there, like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. So for whatever reason, E3 shut down. And um, Nintendo was like, well, we'll just bring our own little Nintendo-based version of E3 to Seattle in September. Now, I have something tentatively planned for September, but this could end up being it. 
this could end up be what I decide to do with my September travels because like I said, I'm on tour and then September is my birth month. I've never been to Seattle, Washington and the alternative, which this was probably kind of lit too. the alternative, at least right now is going uh, somewhere in the country to a theme park I've never been to before so I could ride a bunch of roller coasters and like you know do my uh theme park enthusiast thing so that's why I wrote this down because I'm like I need to remember this because I might want to do this either way um this uh Nintendo Live it's pretty much like I said it's like a little E3 but it's focused on Nintendo they have or they announce games and you know they're gonna have the trailers and stuff there for all the Nintendo stuff coming um there's a live stage where I guess they'll do like um Q&A's and all kind of stuff where they talk to a crowd of people about why Nintendo is so great um photo opportunities which probably pass on those because like I fuck with Nintendo, but it's like, what am I taking a picture of? Or who am I taking pictures with? I don't know. Um, but uh, and then they got tournaments and stuff. It just seemed like a fun place to be. Not the way I'm describing it, but like the way I'm visualizing my head. Because I just gave like really, really bland right there. I just gave it like really, really nothing. But going to play new Nintendo games that are not out yet doing some kind of list or sitting in some kind of Nintendo panel or something like that, watching trailers with the rest of the Nintendo fans, photo opportunities still is not appealing to me, but, uh, is there and then tournaments, which possibly doesn't mean they, you know, they're going to have Mario Kart, you know it. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like I may want to be there, but that's dope. Um, RIP to E3. I really, really hope that they pull that shit together somehow and have it was done this year, but at least next year, because I'm gonna go. I well, I wanted to go. I've been wanted to go all my entire life. But if they bring it back next year and everybody jumps on board, like Sony pull up, Xbox pull up, Nintendo pull up, whoever else need to pull up, pull up. Like if everybody who usually be at E3 be there, I'm gonna go because I'm. I, I really wanted to that's like that was something I really wanted to do with my life and now I can do it but like nah it's not happening no more so we'll see outside of that um the bullshit that has hit social media lately um no charges will be brought against the people who killed uh Shankila Robinson that's fucked up it's a travesty um you know all the big words that that equal like outrage disappointment um and the like i feel that because it's a video you can see the girl getting jumped by these weirdos and i mean i don't know man i understand because i've been listening to podcasts and um shout out to hold your court Ebony K. Williams and Dustin Ross. Very, very good podcast. If you want like some straight up legal information from two black people, that's going to give it to you like some niggas because they really be, they really like dumb it down, but not too dumb. They still expect you to have some in your head, something there. 
but they give it to you so that you can understand it in the blackest way possible. And I really, really fuck with it. Um, so I've been listening to that podcast and checking in on legal TikTok and legal Instagram to like understand this. And from what I've gathered, uh, the country can't prove that the girl died or that she was murdered because of what them people did to her because her so-called friends jumped her. They just can't prove it without or beyond a reasonable doubt. So they had to like, sorry, but we got to step back because there's not enough evidence for us to be able to prove this and get a conviction. So they just had to step away from it. So it's fucked up. And that sucks to like say and understand because I do understand it. Like it was all kind of shit going on with the girl's body. You know, they left the body over there for X amount of time. The the people in Mexico, they did an autopsy and then, um, our country did an autopsy, you know, the U S or whatever. And it was conflicting things that said why she, uh, died or got killed. And then they couldn't like pinpoint a time and date as to when she actually passed away. So the U S was like, if we can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, then it's going to be an L. So we have to like step away because we can't waste time and resources trying to take this shit to whatever because it's too much here that's going to make us lose. I don't know. I get it, but it was like, damn, bro, that sucked. So RIP to the family. Not RIP to the family. RIP to Shaquilla Robinson, Shanquilla. That shit sucks. I really, really, that's fucked up. I hate that. Um, the family can still sue from what I've researched. They could still do like a civil suit and like sue them fake ass friends of Shanquilla's who killed that girl because allegedly for legal purposes. Um, and then, yeah, Mexico can still be like, well, we want to bring charges because how y'all coming over here, killing people and then going back home, they could still pipe up. So we'll see what happened, but justice for Shane Keeler, cause that's fucked up. Um, speaking of charges, Jonathan majors, whew, apparently there's more alleged uh quote-unquote victims i don't understand it like he having a time right now with his career and then this all of this stuff is happening i'm just like i don't get why this be happening so often when people finally get their moment to like share with the world how great they are it's always this kind of stuff if he did the shit now obviously he need to be you know he need to get what it got coming to him if he did it if not, please leave us alone because, well, we need more black men doing amazing things. We just do. I know we got a lot, but I'm being selfish. I want more. So it just is what it is. Um, So we, we'll see what happened, though. I, like I said, I'm confused because the first 
alleged quote-unquote victim is his supposed to be girlfriend or i guess not ex-girlfriend or whatever when they was doing whatever they was doing that caused the whole shit in the first place these other victims i don't know where they came from i don't know if they're like girlfriends on the side i don't know if they just exit i don't know what's going on with them they just just said the internet had said (laughs) that there was more alleged victims coming forward about jonathan majors and that was where i checked out because i don't want to deal with no more bad news for jonathan um congratulations are in order well i should have said this early when i was giving um tyler his scissor that kill bill with number one i feel like i said that on the i've almost certain i said that on the podcast i'm just trying to remember if i cut it out or not when i was editing either way i've been saying kill bill is going to go number one it did this makes scissors very first number one of her entire music career at least as like a lead artist because she probably wrote some shit that went number one before i could definitely see that scissors is an incredible writer like she really be putting her like pee in the pad when it comes to them fucking songs and that should be fire either way congratulations i know that is part in due in part <laughs> i know that's partly due to uh doja cat's remix of kill bill giving it the little extra boost it needed to like claim the number one spot um however doja cat is not credited for getting kill bill to number one because the original version outperformed it for this week so it was basically like the original version is standing on the remix back like sweetie was on doja cat back in that video and it just made the original version tall enough to reach the number one spot either way congratulations nonetheless because kill bill is an amazing record and um i feel like it's absolutely genius that SZA made a love song, a toxic love song, based on a cult classic movie. We love Kill Bill. So, um, fire. And then Ice Spice and Nikki, they're at number four. They debut at number four with Princess Diana. Um, this is a big deal for Nikki. This is her 10th number one on the... Um, billboard u.s digital song sales chart which is important because that means her music is actually selling and making money (laughs) like people are not only streaming her music but they're buying it for their own personal listening pleasure of course a lot of that is the barbs but it is what it is she's still selling the music (laughs) no matter who listening to it how many times they bought it um but that's still amazing because she surpassed Drake as the rapper with the most number ones on the chart on that chart. Is it rapper or artist in general? Either way, Drake was number one with the most sales on this chart. And now Nikki is so congratulations. Cause that's big. This is Ice Spice's first number one on the um, sales chart as well. And then this is it's a top five record in the country. Ice Spice got two songs in the top 10 of the U.S. Hot 100. That's dope. Because people was trying to play Ice Spice because <laughs> they ain't like that much connotation. 
And then niggas start being like, no, I actually, I'm actually fine with being called a munch because if she let me eat it, I'm eat it. And then the song got even more popular once niggas started accepting the munch terminology. But then people was like, oh, she's just a one hit wonder. The girl been cooking ever since. <laughs> now she, now she on here with Nikki, uh, which is dope. Cause that song been out on her EP for weeks now. Didn't even chart. Nikki jump on it and go from not charting at all to being number four in the country. Shout out to the Barb. Shout out to the Munchkins. And uh, shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Ice Spice. Because, wow. <laughs> um, that's it, though. Let's go ahead. Listen to some music real quick. And then game chat. Penny X. I need someone to be patient with me. Someone to get money when I take it from me. Uh, they don't even need to be as famous as me. I don't think I meet them at the places I be. But deep down, I think about you all day, mommy. I know I'm a pit bull, but dolly, mommy. All right, so the game chat for this particular episode, uh, starting with the trailer spotlight, this particular trailer. Um, obviously I saw it on YouTube, but it is for a video game that is called Immortals of Avium. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Avium, Avium, don't necessarily know. Either way, the trailer looks fire. And this game, based on what I saw in the trailer, right? It's like, it's a first person shooter, but you're using um like magic and stuff instead of a gun or you know bow and arrow or some weirdo shit like that you just just casting all kind of spells it's not like harry potter because harry potter's third person um or hogwarts legacy it's third person this is first person like you playing call of duty or whatever y'all know the fuck going on y'all gamers like me so i don't even know how i explain it to this either way this shit look fire um if you're thinking about Ghostwire, similar, similar, but um, also not because this shit look really, really fire. <laughs> it's not just like Ghostwire. But either way, um, YouTube Immortals of Avium or Avium, however the fuck you're supposed to pronounce that. I'm a demo, demo, demo. Because the game comes out July 20th. I'm not sure if I'm like super sold on it. Um, but definitely if they were be so kind as to put a demo up, I'm definitely going to play that. Um, speaking of demos, before we move on real quick, the demo for the new Street Fighter 6 is out. Um, I haven't played it yet. I'm going to spend some time playing it tomorrow. Uh, but um, I definitely downloaded that thing because I'm trying to see what the new Street Fighter finna be like. I should have played it before I got on here because I definitely want to talk to y'all about it. Maybe if I enjoy the demo, I'll like do like a extra little piece of audio. Even if I don't, that don't mean I, I don't enjoy it. It just wasn't pushing me to re-record or record anything else for the podcast. So um, <laughs> just, you know. We'll see. Or maybe catch the next episode. Um, 
what else we got? Oh, the Quidditch game was announced. I was excited about this. This was almost an interesting read, but, you know, I decided to save it for the game chat, right? So, if you've been listening to me, you know Hogwarts Legacy, that's my shit. Still haven't beat it yet. I'm actually taking a break from it because I don't want to rush through this game. I'm really close to finishing the main quest, but I got a ton of, a shit ton of quests, side quests left to do. Either way, I ain't want to rush. Um, I spent, what, $60, $70 on this game. (laughs) And I'm pretty much almost done with the main story. So I was like, you know what? Take a break. Play something else. You know, just relax. (laughs) And then come back to it. But I've been thinking about playing it for like the past couple days. So I'll probably play it tomorrow. (laughs) Either way, um, yeah. There was no Quidditch in Hogwarts Legacy. Everybody was like, what the fuck going on with the Quidditch? The little teacher man on there, he made very, very clear. He made it very, very clear at the top of the game. Quidditch is canceled or banned right now for whatever reason in the Hogwarts Legacy game. Either way, we finally understand why. It is because um, Warner Brothers Games or, yeah, Warner Brothers Games has been working on like a separate Harry Potter. It's called Harry Potter Quidditch Champion. They've been working on a separate Quidditch game this entire time. And um seeing this how <laughs> seeing this how they put out like a little reveal trailer for it. Um all but certain we should have this game in the next year or two. Let me see. Oh yeah see WB Games will be holding limited play test sessions for Quidditch Champions on April 21st and 22nd. Oh, I missed it. That's crazy. Because I definitely signed up for it. When I finish recording, I'm going to check my email to see if I got a, um access key to play. If I did, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Uh, but <laughs> it don't matter. I'm going to buy the game and I'm going to play it when it come out. Either way. Um, Harry Potter fans, Wizarding World fans, we finally getting another Quidditch game. We know the first one on PlayStation 2 back in the day. It did what it could, got us through. Um, but we on PS5 now. So, <laughs> let go. I'm ready for it. Uh, what else for the game chat? Oh, yes. Overwatch 2 Season 4 is live. We got Life Weaver, which is the new support hero. I'm pretty sure I talked about that on the previous episode before it came out. Either way, um, Overwatch, you know, it's Overwatching. Um, what else is going on in this season? There's a bunch of cool skins in the Battle Pass, as usual. The new Life Weaver character, which they already... Uh, working on like patches and updates for the character or whatever because his his um his like control mapping was weird it was weird coming from somebody i'm a moira man i play moira mainly when i'm on uh support and it was weird the face button wasn't the little healing dash button for um life weaver and stuff i don't know they working on the button mapping for that character and i'm happy about it because it was a little janky trying to get used to playing like that i think that update that patch is live if i'm not mistaken i need to go on there and play 
Life Weaver's little um, game or whatever to see if I like the new the new mapping for his controls. I'm pretty sure I will because the first one I was like, what the fuck is this? Either way, you're an Overwatcher, you know what's going down. <laughs> um, enjoy the game with me. We're enjoying it together. Overwatch 2 Season 4 is lit. I'm so glad they finally put uh, a new support. Well, Kiriko came when she was... It was Sojourn, Junker Queen, Kiriko, Ramatra, and now Life Weaver. So, I mean, either way, they told us they was going to focus um, on tanks and healers first and then put a new DPS in there. I don't, you know, care too much, but I'm glad they put another support character finally because starting to get a little <laughs> i mean kiriko is dope but she's limited she's limited you got to be really really accurate with her um her like attack ability and that could be a problem when they run up on you like they get in your face like she's more she could probably hit you from a distance, maybe even mid-range, but up close, she could probably hit you, but she don't put enough damage out to like be super effective. Either way, still a dope character, but I was excited for Life Weaver. Um, I am I think cause Life Weaver, you, uh, you unlock him in the battle pass at tier 45. I think I'm at tier 36. So I'm 10 or less tiers away from unlocking them which I just realized I haven't spent much time practicing because I'm going to go straight to comp and get washed with them I need to play some um, quick play matches with the character and just get used to them before I take them into comp and either way <laughs> Overwatch season two is lit. I'm enjoying it. Um, what else did they add? They did a lot of stuff. They reworked Brig a little bit, which I like the rework that they did. She's still like incredibly difficult to use because her shield when she's when she's shielding, she slows down. I think that's the problem with Brig. Why does she slow down when she put her shield up? I know Ryan does, but this nigga big as fuck. Brig is like small. Her, she should be able to move a lot faster. Her shield is small. She should be able to move, move a lot faster. And her, like, um, stun ability where she does shield dash shit, the cooldown need to be lowered on that. Because it's really, really hard. Because she's a mid-range character. So if, if no, she's a, a close-range character. Close to mid-range character. So if there's nobody... In your, your face, but they're shooting at you from a distance, and you put that shield up, and they start walking back slow. The shield already don't got a whole lot of health on. She's just too easy to pick. She's too easy to pick off. Um, either way, Overwatch Two is going fine with season four. I'll let y'all know when I get Life Weaver and uh, whatever. I'm on. <laughs> I just fell from plat. I was platinum five, and then. Got a bunch of bad teammates, lost a bunch of games. Now I'm back to gold one. I'm gonna get back to platinum though. Um, that's for support. Tank, I think I like gold three. We grinding, we grinding. Um, and then I bought a new game, Marvel Midnight Sun. 
Marvel's Midnight Suns is the title. I don't know why I said it like that the first time I said it. Either way, the game is dope. It's very, very, um, it's a tactical RPG. It's a tactical turn-based RPG using like this whole card system or whatever. It's dope. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, trying to push through the story so I can like, well, not really. I've been doing the side quest mostly. I'm just enjoying the game. It's really, really, I needed a game that was going to make me think a little bit harder than I've been thinking on these other games. <laughs> no disrespect. Um, and this being a turn-based game that has various um, difficulty levels, the, the missions, I mean, have various difficulties attached to them. Um, it's a limited amount of things you can do in your turn before you have to hand over the turn to the enemy team. I fuck with Marvel. I fuck with their turn-based games. Marvel's Midnight Sun is no different. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's kind of hard to explain the story because... <laughs> I don't know how many people are playing Marvel's Midnight Suns, but um, yeah, Hydra, Lilith, they're the bad guys, and Lilith has possessed a bunch of our favorite villains like Venom and some other folk, and I don't know, it's a it's a fun game. If you like tactical turn-based games, Marvel's Midnight Suns for you. I'm enjoying it. Either way. That's it for the game chat. Cause like I'm taking a lot of time <laughs> talking to y'all. Not that I mind, but I don't want to spend that much time. Either way, game chat. That's it. Uh, let's play some more music real quick, and then we're gonna jump into the playlist and talk about it. Think you bigger? They got your head gas. Bitch is slow, so I give him my pass. This is a public announcement. I be eating my spinach. They tried to clone my image. They burnt they London bridges. None of them. I know they know the difference And I just fell in love with a gangster So I hold him down like an anchor He said if I keep it a hundred Then he keep me safe like a banker Nowadays I be making him famous She the princess so fuck who you lames is Of course I be pushing they buttons I hold a control like the gamers So the playlist Now music has been I don't know music has It's been dry but not at the same time I say not because a lot of my favorite artists have been putting things out but then i say it's been dry because it's like literally mostly singles there's there hasn't really been any like brand new albums that have come out that you know i care to like give a whole lot of input on but i have some here listed in the playlist so let's just open it up real quick with uh the new music videos and singles um, I've really been fucking with this NBA young boy and Nicki Minaj song WTF. Um, Nicki's verse, fire. <laughs> um, I even don't mind NBA young boy, even though I don't necessarily understand everything he's saying, but the beat is what stole the show. That beat, and then you know Nicki, she she come through on any beat. Any beat, <laughs> she gonna find a way. She gonna find a way to make sure her verse slides, and she did. She did. So, I mean, they could take NBA off and just you know let Nicki add another verse, or they can leave how it's been. <laughs> they can leave how it's been, and you know I'm gonna just keep enjoying the song because I don't mind NBA YoungBoy on there. Um, the video was dope. 
Um, ain't necessarily understand it that much, but it was dope to see a different video. Cause this could have been a typical rap nigga video. The song they literally like, who the fuck are these new people in my business? That's literally what the song is about, pretty much. Like Nikki and NBA YoungBoy are trying to understand who are all of these new people that have just magically appeared as their success continues to elevate. And, um, you know, obviously it's a little bit more lyrical than that with, when it comes to Nikki. Um, but that's pretty much what the song is about. So I didn't really understand the video that much, but it was still dope to see the, the video not be a typical, like outside cars, women, money, guns type of video. Like Nikki is a ballet instructor in this video NBA young boy, I think I think NBA young boy was partying a little bit. I can't even remember the video that much, but still dope nonetheless. That's a new single that was accompanied with the video. Shout out to NBA young boy and Nikki. What the fuck is really dope? Um, Nikki is back again with Ice Spice for the Princess Diana remix or with Nicki Minaj. I, the thing with um the way that they labeling these songs now, like it's not really a remix because Ice Spice didn't add any new verses to the song and the instrumentation didn't change at all. It was literally Ice Spice took off her second verse and Nicki put on a verse in that place. So I don't know why I, I get why they saying it's a remix because traditionally like that would be what a remix is, but I think because we're starting to see the difference between a remix and and somebody just adding a verse to your song, stuff like this is being more like clarified. So this is Princess Diana is this version it just has Nicki Minaj on it, then there's a version without Nicki Minaj on it. Can't necessarily say it's a remix because again, the version with Nicki Minaj on it doesn't have anything new from Ice Spice or the person that made it beat. Shout out to Riot. Um, but either way, we talked about it earlier, number four on the charts, um, on the Billboard Hot 100, and then you know it placed number one on. Did I say the hip hop charts too? I know I said the sales charts. It was number one on the sales chart, and it's also number one on the rap and hip hop. Um, billboard charts dope congratulations to ice spice and nikki think it's like nikki's 47th time or 40 i don't know how many times she done top it's over 40 <laughs> this uh hip-hop chart and i think this might be spice's like first or second or third i don't know either way the song i fuck with it princess diana was one of my favorites off of ice spice's ep um, my favorite song being Gangsta Boo with um, Lil TJ, but this one was second, Princess Diana, and um, we already talked about how it didn't chart before Nicki got on there, and now it's at number four in the country, so that's dope. Uh, the video, amazing, amazing. That's is what it looked like when when you get somebody else to pay for the video because it was like three or four brand deals in that video the bose speaker at the beginning which depending on what side you go on that they could either sell you a cheap speaker that they ain't gonna let you hear everything you need to hear out your music or they're gonna sell you a good one like i've been telling y'all to get bose is one of them companies they got 
low-end speakers and high-end speakers. You want the high-end, you spend your money now. I ain't telling you this because I hate you. I'm telling you this because I want you to hear music. And you know what? Why are we here? Because I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but <laughs> and I came back up. So here I am. Get you some good headphones, headphones, some good ones. Invest in that because you're missing out on certain things when it comes to music because you don't have you're not listening to it on good equipment. If you only listen to something, if you don't listen to music on your iPhone speakers, the speakers on your tablet, the speakers on your laptop, the little cheap ass speakers that they build into your TV, you missing out. Spend you a little bit of money. If you care about music, trust me, this is coming from somebody with a degree in music and sound technology. I had to study, literally study speakers and frequencies to get my degree. These artists, these producers, they are tucking things into these beats that you are not being able to hear if you're only listening on some cheap ass gas station in ear butt bullshits or some cheap ass Walmart headphones or just I care about music. You listening to this segment, I feel like you care about music. Invest in you some good speakers. My car has great speakers in it. I'm always listening to my music good in there. I have a entertainment speaker thing hooked up to my TV with a big ass subwoofer. I'm always jamming when I'm chilling at the house. I got some expensive ass beat by Dre's like over the ear headphones. They fire. That's what I listen to music on. I'm not who I'm not. AirPods, even though AirPods, they decent. They, I ain't going to lie. AirPods, they decent. Some of this stuff, you know what? I said I wasn't going to talk about it. Just if you care about music and you want to hear everything you need to hear, get you some good speakers. Listen to your shit out some good speakers before you start making commentary about it. Or better yet, buy you a good pair of headphones and um, listen to your favorite music and see one to change your your life see won't things just sound better and make you you know rethink <laughs> some of the opinions you may have had about music but that's beside the point i don't know why that was on my spirit but it was so hope you receive it <laughs> whoever was supposed to receive it <laughs> um yes so princess diana i fuck with the video and the song nikki look amazing ice look amazing um all the pink and you know what? Let me pause for two seconds. I said, I got to give Nikki a shout out because she's really, um, she's doing some really, really like innovative things with her videos lately. I noticed that this, there's a, there's a few frames in this Ice Spice video where it's like, it looked like Nikki's sitting in the dark, but not really. It's just the way that the lighting is set up where it's not like bright. It kind of got like a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's the it's darker, not in a sinister way, but like literally it's not as bright as the rest of the video, but it has like this, like 
quality to it and it's this like vibrance to it that's like all the colors still come through but it's still like very pulled back and shaded i don't know but she had shots like that also in the we go up video and i was like oh shit who's the person that did this video because i really really like the lighting that they chose for some of these scenes and then i'm seeing the same lighting in this princess diana video so if nikki if you have and i'm saying it's like she listening to me she might because she'd be hearing i know i know it's at least one bar I feel like I feel like there's at least one bar of listening to me right now. Even if they ain't. I just really want to know who is doing Nikki's videos as of late. Because the We Go Up video in particular was really really I really, really like some of them um them shots in there. And then this Princess Diana video as well. Them that darker tone, darker lit, them darker shots, but you still get to see like the vibrance of what the girls have. I really fit fuck with that. It was this good. I like the um, video though. It's a little bit of, I mean, it's a lot of ass and yeah, but, um, <laughs> it's also some art artistry there. So I'm interested who shot it. I, I'm gonna find that out. Um, Lil Yachty. He also put out a new single striker. That was, um, striker. Um, what do they call these things? striker and the subtitle is holster in parentheses either way i fuck with the song and the video the video is a little bit more on the plain side but there's a level of artistry there as well that i really really found like endearing in the fucking shots the videos Somebody out here shooting really good videos. <laughs> I need to find out who it is because even though the striker video don't really have like the Princess Diana video, obviously these are it's the Queen and the Princess, so everything looked like they inside a fucking castle. Makes sense, right? And the song is called Princess Diana. Fine. This striker hoster video don't necessarily know what the premise, but again impeccable shots so whoever is shooting these videos i'm gonna find it out um katra mine which is katra nada and amine's collab name they've made it official usually artists only like do this hashtag da -da -da. nikki's really good for that she'll find a way <laughs> to incorporate either onika or nikki into this other a new artist's name and make it seem like they're a group or something like Nikki Spice or Nikki Ice or Ice Nika was was the, the one for, <laughs> for Nikki and uh, Ice Spice or whatever. Either way, that's beside the point. Um, they have a song out and video forever featuring Pharrell. Dope. Um, they they made really really good use of the green screen room that they shot it in. Some very very dope and abstract. Um, things that they were projecting <laughs> and um i really really fought with the song amine is an artist that i got into maybe like a year or two ago i've just been kind of catching up on this music and you know he's i'm slowly becoming a fan i really um like his music 
and this his overall style. He's one of them like I consider him to be like um like a hipster kind of rapper. Like Tyler the Creator, but not as abstract, but still abstract in his own like way. I don't know if I'm like describing that the best way. Either way, I fuck with Amine Katronada. I also fuck with um he is a producer. He low key be singing a little bit, but he mostly produces and that's very, very fine because them two coming together. It's almost perfect because he made the kind of beats that I can hear Amina skating on all the time. So perfect duo to come together if we being real. And then them having Pharrell on here, they kind of handling the uh, chorus a little bit, some ad libs here and there. And then I'm pretty sure he handled some production with Keichinata as well. The song came together. It sounds phenomenal. So I really, really fuck with the vibe. It's really, really cool. Really, really chill. Haven't seen a video yet. Go on YouTube. It's dope. And then singles only. Drake. Search and Rescue. Um, I need someone to be patient with me. <laughs> I fuck with the song. Um, I even fuck with the pettiness behind it. Kim Kardashian is sampled on this song. Um, and it's very, very interesting that he chose to sample the conversation that she had on the Kardashian TV show where she was talking to her sister about finally making a decision to divorce Kanye. Drake is never going to take his foot off of Kanye's neck. And I think Kanye has played with Drake <laughs> a little bit too much and Drake take that shit personal. So <laughs> He is really like not letting up and I'm here for it. I fuck with Kanye still, at least musically and um, creatively. Um, but I'm here for him and I, I want to see him and Drake continue to beef. I feel like Drake is gonna, at least musically and, you know, sales and status and achievement or, you know, I feel like Drake is winning the battle, but Kanye is a formidable opponent <laughs> and I want to hear what shot he takes to Drake next after <laughs> after Drake decided to sample his ex-wife slash baby mama <laughs> on this new uh, search and rescue song I fuck with it though it's Drake doing his like sing songy rapper thing um, over some very very hard hitting 808 but that beat is nasty that beat make your shit rock you probably ain't hearing it though if you listen on them cheap ass speakers get you some quality shit cause the beat that shit gonna make you I'm telling you <laughs> the beat fire um yeah search and rescue was Drake the Drake single um will he shoot a video for it to be determined and then another single that dropped which They've already said the video is coming soon. Kim Petras and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki is on a run right now. And I really, really appreciate it. Oddly enough, this particular song is called Alone. Um, Kim Petras, who I've never heard of before this, but you know, she sound yeah, she she sound she don't sound bad. She sound like what everybody else who made this kind of music sound that's not to be <laughs> shady or nothing like that just you know it is what it is because you know the girls in the pop um like edm sound or whatever like 
it's not fun to me, so it's not this at all. It's just, you know, she don't necessarily stand down. Anybody could have had this song. Either way, um, Nikki, again, steals the show. <laughs> like, snapped on the verse. If I'm being real, if I'm being real, this probably the best verse outside of Red Ruby the Sleeves. Because both of them, that whole song just snapped. But out of these, like, feature verses that she's been doing, WTF, Princess Diana, and I think that's it. I don't think, I can't recall her featuring on anything else. I would remember. Either way, out of all the feature verses that she's dropped this year, this one is the best. Like, Nikki got in her bag in, like, a nostalgic, like, early 2020 when she was like on all of the big pop songs she slid on this beat that samples i can't remember what song that this beat samples but it's very very popular and nostalgic you will know it as soon as you hear it either way i like the song um ken pressure sounds dope on it the beat is fire it started off like it was gonna be just another like edm banger and then the beat flip and i really really fuck with that and then nikki she slid the flow the bars the versatility that's the queen of rap it is what it is <laughs> uh and the album said came out chloe's in pieces album came out which i like the damn album i keep seeing people you know what I'm saying? They, oh, Beyonce promote this and the album only sold this much and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, every video Chloe posts on her Instagram from this sold out headlining, solo headlining tour that she's on, everybody know the words. And this album ain't even been out a month when the album came out. March 31st. Ain't even been out a month yet. And they be singing the shit back to her word for word. And the album, to me, is good. Um, Some notables, or I guess I would do a little top five. Um, I like, I don't mind. I'm going to do five. How many songs on here? Okay, so... There's 14 songs. Yeah, I could do five. I don't mind falling for you. I like that one. That how does it feel record with Chris Brown? Y'all sleep. That need to be bigger than what it is. Cause I the song and the video. I know I, I yeah I don't incorporated that song on previous episodes. When she first dropped it, I was like this song is fire. Still in my top for this album. Um, make it look easy. I like make it look easy. I like told you with Missy Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. I also like pray it away and body do is cool as well. Uh, I mean, the album is good. I like it. I don't understand why people were saying everything they had to say about it. Sales and all that. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce and all of that. But that's out the way. I fuck with the, the album. I think it's good. Also, Daniel Caesar put out a new project. I only listened to it straight through like twice. So I don't remember. I don't remember all of the songs that I liked on it, but I do know it was a good album. 
I enjoyed what I was listening to. And um, I actually need to spin it back again. They put out a, a bonus version and I ain't get to hear the new songs for the bonus. So I will um, probably have more to say about that on another episode, maybe. Because I was never like really like a big Super Daniel Caesar fan, but I do recognize that the boy be making some good R&B music. I know he was canceled for saying some dumb shit, but you know, it is what it is. I don't participate in canceling. If I fuck with you, it just is what it is. <laughs> like what everybody else doing, that's on y'all. But um I fuck with the album though. I know I liked it. I just need to run it back. Um then we Tyler the Creator. Oh yeah, to call me if you get lost estate sale, which is a deluxe edition for Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, this one was good as well. Now, the estate sale could have been a separate EP if it wanted to. Because I think Tyler added like seven new songs on here. Let me see. I think it was seven. Let me see. One. Eight new songs. Did I count that right? I'm tripping. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight new songs, and all of them are good. I like uh, Worth Talk with ASAP Rocky, um, Dog Tooth, which I featured that before on my Instagram. I really fuck with that record. Um, Boyfriend Girlfriend is also dope. Sorry, not sorry, like. All of these additional songs he added on Stuntman with Vince. All of these additional songs he added on there are fire. So I really, really fuck with um, this whole Call Me If You Get Lost project. Tyler did his shit with this one. The Grammy was well-deserved. Um, the multiple number ones was well-deserved. Like, this is a actually, like, a really, really good body. We're not that Tyler's ever put out anything that was, like, trash. At least not, you know, in my opinion, not that I've heard. But, um... This one's really having a moment, and I really, really fuck with that because the music is phenomenal. And then Juicy J, <laughs> tribute man, my dog. <laughs> What's this other um thing? Fuck the club. What's the Juicy J other thing? I forgot. But uh, <laughs> he put out a new project called Mental Trillness, and it sounded like Juicy J from back in the day, <laughs> like. It sounds like the old Juicy J. I don't think Juicy J has ever like really changed his style or his sound that much. But something about this project felt really, really nostalgic. I only listened to it like twice. I need to get back into it, honestly, because this this was good music to just game to. It was really, really, <laughs> really, really dope. I'm just sitting on Overwatch, you know what I'm saying, vibing or whatever, listening to the goddamn Juicy J talk shit <laughs> and it was uh incredible because a lot of these songs are good i can't remember which ones i was fucking with the most which is definitely why i need to go back and listen to it um but um i really really like that he included that record with gangsta boo obviously because r.i.p gangsta boo but that's pretty much music um if you are a spotify person if you got spotify on your phone you listen to spotify i have a playlist brian sav the playlist um that's the title (laughs) 
if you're interested in hearing what I be riding around to, what I be gaming to, uh, just living life to, follow the playlist. I update it frequently. I take songs off all the time and add new ones, especially when I come across some that just like grip me up. So check me out. That's it for the playlist, though. Let's play some more music and then close this thing out with a quick watch list because I know I'm taking off or I'm talking too much. My bad. <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. Okay, 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 mm. Mm. it's us. Uh. I be falling, uh. I was geeking, uh. I was high as fuck, uh. tweaking. Uh. I was trying to strike shit, I was trying to strike shit, I was trying to strike shit like a match late night. Uh. Strike like I missed it, strike like I hit the pin, strike like I'm not gonna work, strike, strike. All right, so the watch list, let's do this real quick. I don't really have much. Even though I've been watching TV, I'm just getting back into the swing of things. So I ain't really been up on everything I need to be up on. Either way, we're starting this off with the trailer spotlight, The Marvels. I'm excited for it. I know there's been some discourse on the internet. People not really feeling it all the way. I don't know. I don't know why y'all feel the way y'all feel about things. I'm excited for it. Why? Because of WandaVision and Miss Marvel, which is very, very interesting because I feel like the majority of this movie is going to be not a majority. I feel like, a well, it kind of looked like this. They're going to be equally about the three. What I'm trying to say is I don't really care too much <laughs> about Carol Danvers and um, her uh, Captain Marvel thing or whatever. Like, I don't know something about that character just i don't know because yeah i'm just i don't know she's dope but it's like I'm, I'm not super invested in um captain marvel there we go that's what it is i'm not like super invested in that particular marvel character it's gonna be cool seeing her interact with kamala khan aka miss marvel and monica rambo aka spectrum or captain marvel like later down the line but um other than that i'm really there for them <laughs> because i'm i'm excited well room for everybody black first of all let's let's start there you know <laughs> i feel like i feel like they gave monica her powers way too late in um the wandavision show and then Miss Marvel, aka Kamala Khan, her show was just dope. The music, the history, the culture, like the even the revamp on her superpowers. I was like, I'm fucking with this. So I'm really, really interested in seeing more of them just based on the the character building that they were able to do in those two um Disney Plus original Marvel series. Again, not super invested in Captain Marvel, but, you know, I don't hate the character. So it's going to be interesting watching all of these Marvels come together because, you know, Monica Rambo becomes Captain Marvel later on down the line. And then, you know, um, Carol Danvers is the current Captain Marvel in the MCU and then Miss Marvel. So I'm ready for it. The trailer looks cool. Feel like we're gonna get some of that same playfulness and wittiness from um the Miss Marvel show 
And then, of course, Monica Rambeau is back. And then, you know, Captain Marvel. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to see it and I'm looking forward to it. Um, also, what I'm looking forward to it, they put out a teaser trailer for Harry Potter's new HBO Max series. And I'm really, really hyped for this. You know, obviously because I'm a Wizarding World fan, Slytherin game was really good. Stand up, represent for me and us because we are the house to beat. <laughs> Outside of that, um, I'm excited for this because each book is supposed to get its own season, right? So I'm thinking... Anywhere from 8 to 12 hour long episodes per book. So there are seven books total. Each book getting larger and larger until we get to the big ass dictionary. <laughs> that is book seven. Um, either way, they just have a lot to work with. The movies didn't necessarily do the books justice in my opinion i read the books or i think i got to like order of the phoenix i forgot either way i'm pretty familiar with the books um the movies they had to leave a lot of stuff out because it was constrained with two hours for a movie and then i think the latter or the later movies in the series got up to maybe almost three hours in length either way you had to cut a lot of stuff off rewrite it you know some things or whatever with this series we got a chance to redo all of that now i see everybody's like oh they can't mess it up like they won't <laughs> we got the movies like they not the greatest we got to be real about that i'm pretty sure the the tv show this hbo max series is gonna outdo the books so i don't see messing up especially not from hbo like i know game of thrones is his own like <laughs> the fans have their own gripe with the way hbo did game of thrones but that's game of thrones this is clear and established like through and through all of the books are complete unlike game of thrones where i think they don't even have all of the books out, which is why they had to start making up shit towards the end of the game, original Game of Thrones series. Either way, I think it's going to be dope. Um, I'm interested to see the casting decisions, especially now that we know that um, J.K. Rollins, despite her not being the human being we would like for her to be, she was gracious enough and kind enough to shut all the haters down and let us all know Hermione has black girl features and characteristics because she was not necessarily designed to be a white girl. So I'm interested to see if um, they're going to cast a black girl as Hermione because they did in that play. They did in that play. And that was the whole reason that J.K. piped up and was like, nobody said Hermione was white. I gave her black features, so I support. Like I wrote the character with black features. So because this play is casting a black girl, I'm 
100% cool with that because that's how I wrote the character. They just <laughs> casting the character based on what I wrote. So I'm interested to see if the TV show is going to do the same thing. And I'm interested to see who they pick to be Harry and Ron and, you know, all of the other characters that we know and love from the fucking franchise. I just think this is going to be really dope. And I'm excited for it. I don't have no apprehension like the rest of y'all or those of you who do. I'm hype. <laughs> I'm ready for this. I want to see if they're going to add the things from the book that the movies didn't. I want to see how real they're going to get about the metaphors between the book and real life. Um, I want to see, like I said, the casting decisions. And I also want to see the fucking magic. We're in 2023 now. Do you know? Do you know what? <laughs> these studios and things and these production companies do you know what they're doing with technology in 2023 the dragons on game of thrones look real i don't i mean <laughs> i know it's fictional but i feel like they look real as fuck to me <laughs> either way um i'm excited the special effects gonna be fine Especially when we get into that part of the Harry Potter series where it's nothing but magic going on. I want to say what? When we start like getting heavy into the magic. Um, I want to say uh, by um, book three. That's when we would start to like get heavy into the magic. Order of the Phoenix most definitely. Or no, Goblet of Fire, most definitely. That's book four. So yeah, by, by book three, Prisoner of Azkaban, if I'm not mistaken, because it's Chamber of Secrets. No, it's Sorcerer's Stone. Then it's Chamber of Secrets. Then Prisoner of Azkaban, correct. And then four, Goblet of Fire. And then five was Order of the Phoenix. And then what was six? Oh, six is... Oh, yes, the Half-Blood Prince. And then seven was the Deathly Hollows. So, yeah, by, like, Prisoner of Azkaban, when um, Sirius Black was transforming into the dog back and forth, and I think um, the Death Eaters had pulled up to the school, like, going brazy light. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was real, real coming up. Yeah, I'm just ready for it. Just the Harry Potter Wizarding World fan in me is ready. Um, but that's it for the trailers and everything. Damn, that was wow. Um, yeah, YouTube for all of that shit. The Marvels and uh, Harry Potter HBO Max series uh, teaser slash reveal trailer. Check those out if you're interested. Um, and then previously on Titans. <laughs> Finally caught up told you i was watching a little bit of tv so i'm finally caught up um episode eight whichever episode it was where beast boy gets his powers from the red and the entire episode was about that i think that was eight which was dope because we saw um like they, they put in little clips of um shazam the shazam movie that i think just left theaters i didn't get a chance to go see it but they had clips in there from shazam they had clips in there from the flash they had star girl made an appearance it's just dope when they finally you know what i'm saying 
act like they got some really really dope characters and then do cross-ups with them fucking cyborg finally get finally get to see cyborg interact with the titans like from season one i was like where the fuck is cyborg why do we have hawk and dove even though their story turned out to be pretty dope i was just like they keep finding re- <laughs> they keep finding ways to replace cyborg when they could just put him on the fucking show <laughs> like first it was hawk and dove then they came in with red hood or the robin that got killed and resurrected and all this other shit and i don't know either way i'm caught up on titans the new episodes come out on thursday so by the time i put out another episode we should be either finished with the series or one episode away from it being done because this is the final season which yeah i don't like that (laughs) i don't because i feel like titans is one of the better dc properties at least in their like cinematic universe or whatever and i feel like where the story has grown to now james gunn could do a lot with that especially with them introducing um cyborg to the titans this season i feel like if james gunn was to come in and be like we're gonna give y'all like three more seasons they could really really give us like the titans that we really really want to see like pretty much a live action version of teen titans but i really like this iteration of titans it's really really good um starfire is really really dope this iteration of starfire like i really really like this black girl playing this character um nightwing is dope we got the new robin who was the um the bisexual one um tim drake i fuck with him uh what else raven her character like the the actress that plays her she's really nailing that character and even even with this actor who plays gar slash beast boy like they got a good cast the story is good it's really really good i really like even with superboy him coming in i like that they're exploring you know what i'm saying the duality that was created in him you know with the fact that superboy is half lex luther half superman like i really they got some good stories going on here and i hate that it's ending i feel like james gunn could really like take this up one more level if they would just not cancel the show or conclude it or whatever the fuck but season four is the final season so it is what it is um but i'm enjoying that and i'm all caught up on country ways youtube channel <laughs> all caught up on country way youtube channel i think the last episode i watched um which if you're not uh, watching any of country wayne's skits on his youtube or facebook page then you don't know what the fuck i'm about to say but <laughs> the last episode i saw was sarah trying to tell flo that she don't want to do the tell-all book about wayne anymore and you know that whole all the thing that she had where she was like oh, i had a change of heart after talking to amber about it so i'm like caught up caught up all the way so that's been dope and then that's it (laughs) that's it 
I haven't been um, watching. Oh, I started the new season of Sex Life on Netflix. I think I'm on like episode three or four. Um, last thing that happened on there that I can remember, she decided to go out with the guy who is the friend of her love of her life. And that's that TV show is a little complicated. And I spend way more time than I want to talking about it here, but I'm caught up on it or not caught up. I'm pushing my way through this second season it's been out for some time now i'm just i'm going back through all of the stuff that i missed because i've been focusing on this country wayne shit it's really really good stuff man i like good storytelling and that's what i've been finding <laughs> on these country wayne skits and now i'm back on regular tv because i'm all caught up so we good there and the anime corner is it's quiet it's quiet for us over here anime corner because my shit is on uh I guess a break. There was no new episode of My Hero Academia. I'm pretty sure they done for the season. Uh, Cause we reached a huge turning point in the series, a huge climax. So I think, I think they done and we got to wait, you know, for however long to the next one. Fire Force is not back on yet. Um, Demon Slayer is on, but y'all know I don't do sub. So I'm waiting for them to drop the dubs. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen has not come back yet. Um, I don't know if Shinobi no Itoki is gonna put a new season out. I don't know what's going on, but Spy Family, no new episodes there either. So I got back into like trying to catch up on Bleach, and that's it. <laughs> oh, previously on as well. Um, Abbott Elementary. <laughs> um, caught up on that as well. Last episode I saw, uh, they did the festival thing. Was that the last one? No, the last one I saw, um, Janine's mom came into town. She was trying to slow key scam her out of that money. Um, and the mom was Taraji P. Henson, which phenomenal job <laughs> the episode was really really dope uh, we got another black icon another black legend joining the cast even if it's just you know in a reoccurring like special role because you're gonna be Janine mom Janine mom ain't gonna make that much appearances you're probably gonna see her maybe two more times throughout entire or Abbott Elementary's entire run so you're gonna see but it was dope really really fuck with the episode i'm glad janine came up with a compromise because i understand she couldn't just leave her mom out there to like oh my phone off and shit she couldn't just leave her mom you know fucked up about that cell phone bill but i really really appreciate that she was like, i'm not going to cancel my like self-care trip that i really really need just to help you pay a phone bill i'm gonna figure it out cancel one of my activities so that i have the extra cash and then you got to come up with the rest and i also appreciate um miss howard coming in being like janine's actual work mom finally acknowledging like yeah this is why this girl is the way she is and she needs protecting and i feel obligated at this point because she's a great person and 
parents can be shitty sometimes. So I really, really appreciate Miss Howard stepping up and trying to make sure Janine don't give all her money to her mom so she can go do her self-care vacation trip. And also taking her shopping to get some shit for the trip. I fuck with that. That moment made me, I was like, okay. Because, you know, <laughs> Barbara Howard, she's been like keeping Janine at arm's length distance because Janine can be a lot sometimes. But I'm glad she like, like actually pulled her in this time and embraced her and was like, you know what? I'm going to be the mom that you've been looking for in me just for right now. Cause I feel for you. Cause I see that your mom is actually not the best human being, but that's it, man. I ain't really been watching. <laughs> I ain't really been watching much or nothing else. Just playing, playing, um, Marvel's Midnight Suns and, um, Overwatch and, you know, sleeping, eating, working, traveling, preparing to travel. You know, I'm on tour. <laughs> I told you that before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, catch the next episode because I'm going to be giving my review on the uh, Lovers and Friends Music Festival in Vegas and probably Vegas as a whole. It's going to be my first time. Um, I'm going to be out there for like four days, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Three or four days. Like I'm going to really experience everything you know that vegas well not everything but <laughs> i'm about to make the best out of what i'm going to vegas to do and really enjoy it because it's gonna be my first time in that city and um yeah that's it follow me b-r-i-a-n-s-a-p-p-h b-r-i-a-n-s-a-p-p-h on the, the uh social media sites that you can find me on and um I'll catch y'all on the next one. What's it gonna take to get you all alone? Kimmy bad, Nikki ready, yes, be bad. We throw jabs, bitch, you get dragged. We be like gag, call a confetti. When I ride it, I ride it steady. Brand new range, I just painted it ready. I set trends from Queens to Beijing. I'm not the one to do the imitating. Puff, puff, pass, cause you know we blazing. When I put it on him, he said it's amazing. All this cake, keep doing the tasting. I send shots, get ready, they may sting. It, it, it,